Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. And really what I should have started with at the bonus episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. That's right, folks. You're getting not one, but two of them today. Uh, No, not today. This week, I should say, because (laughs) uh, we are going to be talking acquisitions today. We're going to be talking acquisitions tomorrow. And because both subjects are so big, and have so much incredible information uh, that we need to we needed to split into two days. I am very very privileged to have this special uh, 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 panel with me today. A little bit of everybody from different shows making their appearance. Uh, pardon if you hear the AC. I'm going to shut that down in a second. Right now it's almost 90 degrees. It's going to be oh, one yeah. hell of a hot week here in New York. Almost 100 every day. F the summer is all I can say, especially if you're in New York. Uh, but Fuzzy, welcome, brother. How the heck are you feeling? And thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. It's awesome to be here with you guys. Thanks for the invite. And man, I can't wait to get uh, talking about this topic because it, it definitely has some merit. Microsoft and uh, Netflix it makes a pretty good uh pretty good couple <laughs> yeah I, i'm gonna I'm, i'll tell you right look i'm gonna say this uh as we wait for people to f- kind of file in here um i am going to sell you on the idea that microsoft in 2023 specifically in january or february is going to announce this deal i am telling you for a fact it's not a suggestion it's not an opinion this is going to happen and i'm going to break down as to why it is going to happen why it makes sense why microsoft is the only american company set up to do this both financially structurally and more importantly having the ability not to be shut down by the ftc or the department of justice for quote unquote monopoly i'm going to break all of that down for you and i'm telling you by the end of this conversation you're going to watch this again you're like that damn mr boomstick had it all right and, he, and I'll break down why in a second. Daniel McGee, thank you for joining us today. You'll be back tomorrow for the yes, second sir. half of the Xbox Factor podcast, where we're going to be breaking down how by August, ladies and gentlemen, the ABK deal could be signed, sealed, and delivered. And this fall, well, it could be a big fall, especially for ABK games to drop directly into Xbox Game Pass, selling their potential $200 Series S on Black Friday, it appears, even though without any you know, first-party bangers, as the kids call it, Microsoft might have one hell of a year lined up. And it all rides on this ABK deal, which, again, according to sources familiar, could be done in August. But thank you for being here, brother. I want to welcome back Mr. IGN himself, BitCloud Gaming. <laughs> What's going on, brother? How the heck are you? I'm good, man. It's been a while. It has been a while. And folks, if you missed Friday's show of his podcast, which I want you to sell your brand at the end, but we got to give you some props now. He got a, he got a chance to sit down with the legendary and extremely outspoken David <laughs> Jaffe. Uh, how, how was that for you, brother? I was cool, man. Really, really cool. Learning how God of War uh, came to be. I did a full-fledged um, – I wrote a full-fledged article on it as well. It's on lordsofgaming.net, so it was uh, awesome to hear his story, how he got into the business. And, um, 
what led to what in terms of you know seeing this character go from uh you know how it started to where it is now and uh, it was cool it's a lot to learn from him absolutely we also got into a uh, funny conversation about pre-orders and uh, cleanse traditions <laughs> so it's a lot of it's a really interesting uh, show i will say that but uh had a blast talking to jack well listen yeah uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh we'll get the exact location of where people can go check out that and many of your hot takes for your youtube channel uh at the end of this show which should run this folks we're looking to do maybe 90 minutes give or take because uh you know, obviously, everyone's on a time schedule, and then obviously, throughout the remainder of the week, every show that I normally do will run its full course. This week, you're getting five shows, folks. Last week, we were a little short. We only had two shows, and that's because Mrs. Boomstick was on vacation, and over the weekend, we had family over. And P.S., by the way, I know my, my nephew, Tyler, is listening, who, and very proud of this. We 1,000 out of 1,000 Peppa Pig, and you know what? We had a blast <laughs> doing it. I quite enjoyed it. I think more so because he enjoyed it. But we did. We got 1,000 out of 1,000 achievements in Peppa Pig, and we had fun doing it. Uh, And that's really what it's all about. Uh, But Josh, Josh is here, ladies and gentlemen. You know him from multiple podcasts of his own. But, of course, every week he's on the Xbox Factor podcast. And, folks, he is battling COVID, but yet he's still in the seat. What's up, Josh? We are here. We are fighting. What is up? Crazy news. What a, what a week for Xbox. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an exciting show. So glad to be here. No, well, we're glad to have you. But listen, let's 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 get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, according to an article that was posted on Friday, July 14th by Yahoo Finance. Uh, Netflix, as we know, uh, has chosen Microsoft to help roll out its new ad-supported offering, which is expected to launch in the third quarter of 2023. But there is one analyst that calls this a fagazi. I call it a Trojan horse. And they're saying, well, their, their analyst is saying that this deal could potentially conceal a hidden agenda while questioning the timeline of this agreement. And according to Lauren Martin Needham, senior analyst, well, they told Yahoo Finance live on Thursday's show proposing that perhaps the streaming giant is making a long-term play to be acquired by Microsoft. The analyst went on, on to explain that no other company... Uh, that Netflix could have partnered with have been a, will, will have been able to potentially spend what is expected to be $100 billion acquisition, either due to financial constraints or regulatory issues. Now, according to the article, which again, I will have in the show notes if you want to read it yourself, they say this, Netflix is trying to get closer to Microsoft in hopes that after the Microsoft, after Microsoft digests its Activision acquisition, it turns and buys Netflix next. And that comes directly from Laura Martin. Uh, the bold prediction comes as Martin questioned Netflix's decision, given Microsoft's lack of experience in the third-party ad, ad tech business. And she went on to say that uh, Wall Street does not have a price yet on, the, on this ad service that's expected to once again launch in the third quarter of 2023 and they don't like that uh so here is what 
I'm proposing. Okay. Now, this is where I'm going to sell you the $100 billion Netflix Microsoft acquisition. If you were to suggest anyone but Microsoft, you would be wrong. And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Disney can't do it because they have Disney Plus. Apple can't do it because, well, they have Apple TV. Amazon has Prime. Google TV has Chrome. And, well, Sony can't do it for two reasons. One, they can't afford it. And, B, they certainly have Sony Pictures. They have their own stuff going on regarding film. And there is one player, folks, one player in all of the American companies that not only have the structure to make a deal this big, but certainly the capital in order to do it. Oh, somebody's mic is crazy. Oh, I'm getting some massive feedback. Who that is? Is that me? Yeah, was that? yeah that was you, buddy. No that was problem. Me? Yeah, I think so. Uh, anyway, uh, listen. Let's. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to lose my 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 point here. Out of all of the bigs who can financially afford it, well, we. I don't think that they're going to be. They would be a. They would be interested in doing it because what happens with regulatory eyes is they would be considered a monopoly. Microsoft is in a position where they're not in the film and TV business. That's why this makes a lot of sense. And calling it a Trojan horse, I don't think is too far from the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an opportunity. And we know that opportunity only knocks a couple of times. Microsoft finds themselves in a very, very unique position. What happened? With, did anyone in the chat, we have over 230 people here. Did anyone or did, uh, consider or even think that Activision Blizzard King would be something that Microsoft would be acquiring. No, you'd be lying if you did, because none of us thought that. This, if you would have given me a hundred guesses, I would have been like, eh, "There's no way I would even pick this at all." And here yeah. we are, potentially thirty days away from the deal being done. Call of Duty is going to be first party. Think about that for a second. King is going to be first party. Anything from Blizzard, whether it's new, old, or otherwise, is going to be first party. It is going to change the gaming faceplate as we've never seen it done before. You thought that the Bethesda deal was big? This 10 times trumps it. And forget, just thinking about the IP, if you just imagine once the ABK deal is done, how much IP is going to be under the Microsoft Xbox banner, and you somehow now add to the equation potentially in early 2023 that Microsoft acquires them for $100 billion. What that does almost instantaneously is give Microsoft the window or the key for the door for 220 million-plus subscribers, it immediately makes all of their IPs TV series or film. Something that they're looking to do. We've seen them then do it with Halo. They've been having a lot of trouble with Gears of War. Could you imagine an actual Call of Duty series where each new season goes to Vietnam or goes to the uh, the, uh, the you know, Afghanistan? You know, whatever their uh, you know current topic they're going to cover. That would be massive. 
And if they can incorporate, hey, you want to watch the show, you can also play the game, click here. It the potential, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's just mind-boggling. And listen, I'm not an analyst, right? I'm just a retired guy that has a podcast that I quite enjoy doing. So if I'm thinking about all of this, the people making six and seven figures, they're thinking about it as well. Daniel, I want to grab your opinion on this. What are your thoughts on this? What the analysts had to say, calling this, uh, you know, uh, a fagazi, uh, or even me calling it a Trojan horse to potentially an acquisition where Microsoft is, in fact, the only one that can do it both regulatory and financially? Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't speak to it being a, a fagazi because I, I don't know what that means. But <laughs> what I can say is, Xbox has this recurring thing happening where they keep doing the thing that we think is completely impossible. No one would have thought that they would have bought Bethesda and then they did. And then we start thinking on that level of purchase as being possible. And they're like, what if we bought Activision Blizzard and they step it up one more? So them buying Netflix, I think is within the realm of possibility. It, it doesn't feel real at the moment, but I at this point, I don't think I would be shocked if they were to announce pretty much anything. Um, so I, in terms of like, just is it possible? That'd be fantastic. And it would be huge, of course. Um, I don't know necessarily that they would need to purchase it to get a lot of the, the benefits that they would get out of it. I think the two biggest things that they want to do would be migrate Netflix over from AWS onto Azure. Um because that obviously helps Microsoft, but also they've named Amazon as one of their biggest competitors. So moving something as huge as Netflix off of AWS onto we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get into that because right. according to uh, and, and a lot of the information I I got I want to thank publicly Kaysante who sent this over. Just, just like I said, Dan, we will get more on the back end of it. But just to give everyone the idea here. Netflix uses AWS, which is Amazon's service, and each year it has gone up significantly. Well, according to the report that I got here that Kiasante sent us from Cloud Zero, it says this, folks. Netflix uses AWS for almost everything cloud computing. That includes online storage, recommendations engine, video transcoding, databases, um, and analytics. So uh, so for the most part, Netflix is expected to spend in the next couple of years $1 billion per year for usage of AWS. That $1 billion goes away if Microsoft picks them up because they have what? Azure. But please continue, Dan. No, yeah. So I, I think that that would be obviously one of, one of the hugest things. And, and then the other thing is, of course, that... I think you already mentioned it is that having a, a streaming service, having the ability to create uh, film and video versions of your, your games immediately helps you to increase sort of the, the draw of that, right? We're seeing other people doing that in the industry already. Namely PlayStation has a TV show or a movie coming out for pretty much all of their biggest IP 
you know, you know, uh, I guess Spider-Man wouldn't really count because they were doing that already. But like God of War is getting a show. Horizon's getting a show. Gran Turismo. Uh, Gran Turismo is getting, getting a, a show, show. Which is like, I'm not really <laughs> Twisted sure Metal. Be, Twisted Metal. That's, that's right. Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. Twisted Metal, I don't even understand. Like I've read the description of that one and it's like, <laughs> it's yep. just you know wild. What? I'm, I'm a good. Twisted Metal stan. So <laughs> I, I will have to say I will yeah. love to see the madness. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. But yeah, so like Microsoft having an avenue to expand their IP like recognition, I guess you would call it, like having people actually know what Gears of War is. Like if if there's a Gears of War show on Netflix, then like my sisters are going to know what that is. My mom's going to know what that is. Yes. Right. Whereas right now the games have already existed for however long and they have no idea. Right. So it's it's about just brand recognition uh and i think you know one of the things that people always want to bring up is like oh netflix is down x many subs they're doing terrible or, or whatever like they're they're taking big hits and it's like they are taking hits i think it's almost entirely because they have so much more competition now than they had before yep. but even if you look at it like I, that's what i was just looking up while while we were starting here Netflix is still sitting at like over 200 million subs. And I looked yes. up Disney plus, cause I feel like that's the, the like big competitor that always, everyone always wants to compare it to because they have, in my opinion, better content on Disney plus. Um, and they're only at 87 million. So it's yes. like, Oh, Netflix is, is, is hurting, but they're still more than twice the next biggest guy. So it's like, are they hurting that much? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, listen, wonderful points. Uh, and, 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 and that does, that does speak for what, a Netflix uh, acquisition could do for Xbox. Uh, Netflix, for the most part, is something, and, and I don't, I don't want to be offensive here. The normies, the casuals, which won Sony, the PlayStation 4 generation, by leaps and bounds. It wasn't even a contest. It's like Microsoft limped into third, or if there was a fourth place, they would have been there. Um, the normies, the casual audience who heard from their friends, from us, the, the hardcores, won that generation for Sony, and they continue to support Sony's PlayStation uh, 4 and PlayStation 5. That, that's, a, that's not even a suggestion, folks. That's a fact. If you can somehow bring Netflix home and you make that ownership of Microsoft, what that does is, again, open the door to 200,000 potential Game Pass subscribers. I don't know how they incorporate Game Pass into Netflix and Netflix into Game Pass because I'm not going to... Even if I had the answer, I wouldn't give it to you for free. I'd be waiting for a call from Microsoft because I only I, I, I give them enough free stuff. So if they want the if they want it, go check out my About page on YouTube and email me and we can have a conversation. <laughs> Um, because there, are, I, I'm sure there are a lot uh, more better minds than mine that uh, that could come up with it. And if they if they if they're not, you're paying the wrong people. But I got to reel this back in, and I want to go to Josh. Josh, you obviously are someone that has your your hand in multiple pies. You know, you do TikTok, you do YouTube, you do Twitter. You do a lot of different, a lot of different services, a lot of social media service uh, services. I want to, I want to propose something, and you tell me if I'm a, if I'm a lunatic here. 
Um, we know, and we have been hearing this for over 18 months, potentially two years, that there was a third Xbox in development in the form of a streaming puck, stick, whatever you want to call it, a box, whatever, right? And we kept hearing about it. We kept hearing about it until we got it confirmed by multiple sources like uh, Jez Corden, um, like um, Jeffrey Grub Grub. Uh, several others have been talking about this for quite some time. Um, and we know for a fact that it's real because Microsoft themselves told us that it was real, right? Now we know it's out there. And they said very suspiciously, Josh, in the last couple of about a month ago, well, we're going to go back to the drawing board because we're not just there yet. I kind of find that the timing very suspicious. You know, the, the the streaming box, stick, cup, puck, whatever you want to call it, is 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 out there. It's it's an actual thing, but it's been delayed. And now we hear this Netflix deal come out of nowhere. And now we're hearing different analysts say that it's a Trojan horse. Uh, that there's there's more to it than meets the eye. Transformers, i.e. Uh, what what are your what are your thoughts of of, of timing? Because timing seems to be something that Microsoft seems to be doing really good with in the last couple of acquisitions. A, you know, ABK being the next one, Netflix potentially being the uh, the the big announcement for twenty three. What are your thoughts on this? Let's go ahead to twenty twenty four, where they also purchase Spotify and Game Pass. Now becomes the ultimate entertainment wow subscription service. Wow. <laughs> I love I'm, it. I'm I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But you, you but never that, know. That that really seems the way that this could all go, right? That but, but but when I said that though, did any of you guys did it did the hairs on the back of your neck stand up and you thought I about the original did. Xbox One presentation where it was like, yo, are we selling games or TV here? What's going on, <laughs> right? Right? So uh but I mean how many of us for the, I mean, my Xbox One, even my 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 PS3, I bought that so I could watch Blu-rays on it, right? And then eventually Netflix uh, was was watched on it some. But I mean, my Xbox, my 360, my One, that's it launched been, on the 360 first. Yeah, of any gaming system, right? You had to use a disc on the Wii. I don't know if you guys remember that, but you had to I put a disc in that. your Wii to get it to play, right? And so. What what I would really love to see here is if this were to happen, if this were to happen, I would love to see uh, – my mind is thinking a lot about Netflix and their business model. And I've always felt like they've lacked one major thing. Why can we not purchase brand new movies on their platform, right? And if – so my movies anywhere or whatever, I have to go to – I typically go to Vudu, right, or I go to Amazon. If Netflix was a little more like Amazon Prime, where you can purchase brand new stuff, rent stuff, that's money in their pocket. And I've never understood, and I've not researched it, but I've never understood why they went so hard into streaming and never had any kind of a storefront. It never really made sense to me. If Xbox acquires them, hopefully within the Xbox ecosystem where you can purchase movies, you can rent movies, all of that could be all of that could be one to where it kind of just unifies all of our entertainment in one in one place instead of bouncing between i mean don't get me wrong your 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 exclusive shows on hbo you're going to go there right but your your the movies that you're going to purchase cuz i don't i mean again i don't know how everybody i stopped buying blu-rays 
I buy all my movies digitally now. It's just it's just yeah. so much more, more convenient. More yeah. convenient, you know. Yeah. And but what was crazy that being sick, I'm like, yo, this is my time, right? I'm like, I have to slow down, and I don't slow down. But I'm like, I saw the trailer for Avatar two, and I'm like. All right, I guess I'll buy Avatar digitally because I'm too lazy to get up and put it into my Xbox One, right? <laughs> I love it. That's great. But, I'm too lazy to get up, so I'm going to just buy digitally. <laughs> but but I was like, wait, Google Avatar streaming, it was on Disney Plus, so I didn't have to purchase it. I could just watch it there, right? So I was I was good. But but I would I would love to have everything like that unified. And I think I think, you know, as you guys were kind of talking about the the normies or whatever, this is, I mean, what better value would there be in a, in a bundle that gives you access to hundreds of games, thousands of TV shows all in one? I mean, it just makes Game Pass even that much more. I mean, at that point, they probably called Entertainment Pass or, you know, I don't know what they, what they would <laughs> ultimate, say. But, ultimate yeah, Pass or something. Yeah, yeah, like... But again, but again, going back to the Xbox One, the marketing has to be right. They have to, like, they do need to launch with some kind of a, a controller and the X Puck or whatever, and yeah. and just say, here's your ultimate entertainment bundle. You know, you get everything that Xbox can do, which gives you access to HBO, Vudu, yeah. all the all the storefronts, you know, all the different streaming services, plus plus now Netflix. And, you know, I mean, I assume Netflix is going to have a similar pricing model to Hulu just with the current news and what we're talking about here yeah. with, with no acquisition taking place that you're going to be able to spend more to get out of having to watch those ads. But at the same time, I wonder if it becomes more appealing to have your content on Netflix, if there's a more of a chance for it to be if it's less of a one and done and more of a YouTube kind of thing where the more people watch, the more ads play, maybe you're, I don't know how they, I don't know if they do it. I don't know if Hulu does like profit sharing like that. I know there's certain shows that are like, it doesn't matter if you don't pay, if you pay for no ads, you're still getting ads. And I don't, I don't know if that's due to uh, publishing rights or the broadcaster. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't understand all the details there, but, but it seems like, I mean, everybody loves their streaming service stranger things just did really well maybe i don't know about you guys but i feel like a lot of times with netflix it's where movies go to die like like they, <laughs> yeah they you find like the bottom of the barrel stuff. yeah or like stuff that like hollywood was like now nah, we're not putting this in the theater but yeah. uh but we'll put it on netflix and that needs to check if 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 xbox is going or microsoft is going to get into the game here they need to make netflix the place that people want to be to watch shows not shows and movies not just stranger things because i don't go to netflix all that much anymore uh we're there every day you know what it is also i saw a couple of chats in here like my wife and i are addicted to uh, korean dramas mm -hmm. like we, we we i love them dude like they, they we, we're we're watching three like we normally just stick to one and now we love them so much that we are we're watching three at the same time. It's crazy because now they do the weekly episodes. They give you one on a Friday, a Saturday, and yeah. the other one is a Sunday, Monday. They're like we we go. We, I'm on Netflix every day, every day, uh, besides playing games and everything else. So again, for each is everyone's own. Yeah. But I, I I like what you're putting down, Josh. I, and I think that Microsoft wants to be in a position where they are the one stop shopping for everything. And it's interesting. 
Uh, and I want to bring uh, a big cloud into the conversation. Uh, we just learned that Netflix has a gaming division. Hey, guess what? They make games, ladies and gentlemen, and they are not that good at doing so. Um, uh-huh. um, and uh, well, who, who makes games? Oh, Microsoft makes good games. Now, maybe we're waiting <laughs> on first party to deliver, but you can't deny we're no they results, make good games, yeah. right? So yeah. this is, a, this is again, this is one of those opportunities bit that, again, right, right now, people are going to walk away from this conversation and say, you know what? I either believe him or he's a lunatic. And that's fine either way. Um, but I think that when you look at, because I, I know that Kirby Louise, uh, who's a good friend of the channel, said that Apple would be interested and they could do like a side merger kind of a thing. I don't think that's what Netflix is looking to do. They're not looking to do a merger. They are looking to sell. Uh, and I and I think that when you look at what what Microsoft, like I said, Microsoft right now has over $100 billion in cash that yeah. they are willing to spend. Um, and Microsoft, again, the regulatory eyes would look at a merge, even a, even a merger as potentially being bad because Apple TV is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to get Netflix, they would, they might they, someone like myself would consider that potentially be a, a monopoly. Whereas Microsoft who doesn't have anything in TV and film, uh, at all. Um, so I think that that best suits the conversation. And 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 again, this deal that was made, uh, the analyst, like I said, I have the I have all all the information right in front of me here, folks. She thought, uh, and this comes away of Laura Martin Need, Needham, and again, she's a senior analyst. Uh, she told Yahoo Finance uh, that uh, she was a little perplexed as to why Netflix would go with Microsoft because they don't have experience in third-party market adding uh that makes a lot of sense so again it does does raise potentially why would you go to someone that's inexperienced to do your ads if they're behind the scenes isn't something like hey listen we're going to start here and now eventually going to announce a merger or i mean uh, an acquisition what what are your thoughts on this bit is this the next big play for uh, for microsoft because like i said this is this goes beyond gaming this isn't just about xbox this is the future of Microsoft learning that their digital entertainment, whether that be film, whether that be TV or video games, yeah. they're looking for a long play here. They want you to go to them for the, your everything. I pay this one price, mm-hmm. whether it goes up to $20 or it's $25 a month uh, per month, whatever it winds up going to, they want you to go here to get all of your digital content. Is this the next big play for them? So, you know, you kind of ironically answered the uh, question by itself uh, when it comes to the next big play, because let's look at the situation, right? Even Sony's talking about gaming beyond the box yes, um, and whatnot. And when you have entertainment features like this, such as Netflix, which has been a big seller for the consoles as well, um, it just makes, makes sense. But here's the thing a lot of people are not talking about. You guys remember the Fire Stick? option for the game pass that was going around for microsoft yes this could have been an easy tie-in with that by itself and you could work some kind of um entertainment slash ultimate pass or whatever you will call it into that and have that be merged with it and then that would be your big um you know entertainment pack to go for it so therefore they can instead of just saying hey look we got this amount of games on here we also have a bonus perk where you get access to these movies also you get um a sneak peeks or something like that at our new upcoming TV shows for our games itself. Cause one thing a lot of people also don't talk about is the quality that has actually jumped up 
for Netflix in terms of TV shows. Um, like I'm not subscribed to Netflix right now. I'm waiting till September for Cobra Kai. But Cobra Kai is like the number one show for me personally on that uh, service. And if they get their hands on that, again, that's just another selling point for a lot of people to get into uh, that by itself. And when you just look at just how far things have changed, I know a lot of people might be saying, again, it's not possible. We said this again with Activision. We said this with Blizzard. I, you know, I doubt they dropped this amount of cash. But we learned from Jack Tritton that really nothing is off the table. At this point, the industry is moving forward. Everybody's looking to either consolidate or move or change uh, things in general. And even going back is, is with Netflix, you got to think about one thing, one one key word in here, and that's unionization. Anything that doesn't work, they can clearly wipe from the actual company itself and literally focus on what truly sells and what truly uh, separates it. Um, now, are they going to outdo Disney Plus? No, Disney Plus is another level, but I do see bigger changes happening in terms of what goes on that service as opposed to stuff that um, really does feel like it just was lost in translation type of thing or direct to DVD type of releases on that service. I do see better releases like we just got this Resident Evil uh, show or whatever that was on that uh, service and it's not well received at all. I see a lot of that stuff being dumbed down. And them going for bigger, more better um, experiences on that uh, service. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I haven't had a chance to watch it. I, I'm, I'm obviously a Resident Evil freak. Uh, it, it, I went, the minute I found out that it did not involve any of the main characters, yeah, I, I, I kind of felt like it was going to be kind of like the Resident Evils that we saw in film that were not that good. Uh, I will eventually, Mrs. Boom and I, who are horror fans, we'll, we'll watch it. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll give our opinions on it. Um, and uh, that's you know, again, that's 0 for 2, uh, with, with Capcom and and Resident Evil, unfortunately, <laughs> when it comes to uh, film, because the other, the other, the new, the reboot of the film was Oof. just wow. I mean, I was looking at my watch when you know I, and they I need? bought that, I actually, no, you actually paid bought for that it. Film. Oh, see, you know, what they yeah. need they need the director who was behind 28 Days Later, the first yes, one. Yes, they, 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 they need, need something, something real dark. That's what they need to do. Yeah. <laughs> they need something dark and gritty uh, to bring that back to life. Terrible, terrible. But listen, Absolutely. let's let, let's get fuzzy in on the conversation. And I'm going to bring <laughs> this back around, folks, because, like I said, I, I, I think that when you, when you take a step back and you look at the cost, the actual financial cost of services, uh, it's not the film. It's not the TV. It's not getting the series into Netflix that is the most expensive for them. It is the use of the AWS services. And I want to break that down further on why going to Azure completely uh, makes this an almost slam dunk of a deal. But uh, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on what the analyst had to say. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that she positioned herself was that this is a Trojan horse for an eventual uh, acquisition. You seem to think that, in fact, is the case. And just going back to my point, when you look at Amazon, when you look at Google, when you look at Sony Pictures and Apple TV and Disney Plus, yeah, I'm sure that there's room on the table for a quote-unquote merger. But mm-hmm. that's, not what, that's not what Netflix is looking to do based on the analysts. They want, they want out. They are selling. They are losing money concurrently year upon year upon year. All you got to do is pull up the stats. Their yeah. last five years have been all losses. And 
the way that they get out of the business is that they sell for $100 billion. And Microsoft, out of all those companies uh, who have the same money they do or potentially at least close to it, they would be in the regulatory crosshairs of whether that be the Department of Justice or whether that be the FTC or both of them. Microsoft, again, finds themselves in a very, very unique position not being in TV and film. What are your thoughts? Well, I, to go back to like the analyst's uh, view on it, it is very odd that they pick Microsoft for advertising. Like we, we know that they have their marketing group as far as for Bing ads and things like that, but it's not as well known in comparison to like Google, for example, which they've used in the past. But as, as far as like having a company like Microsoft uh, acquire them, they can insulate a lot of the costs, kind of like what you referred to before, where they don't have to worry about the expense of AWS. They have Azure. So it's it's something that they can, you know, adjust their pricing as they see fit for tax purposes. They can either increase or decrease the price and so forth. So when you're able to control a lot of your supply or a lot of your uh, services as far as what the company expenses are, it makes it a heck of a lot easier and it makes it easier to be able to move things around, whether you need to focus on acquiring more IP or acquiring more um, studios that will be able to produce shows and things like that, or the talent for that, uh, being able to pay, you know, season three and above salaries, because a lot of times, uh, whenever you get to like a season three, a lot of the talent for those shows are going to want more money. And, and it's it's something that's eventually going to continue to eat away uh, in Netflix current state. But when you have something like Microsoft, that's able to absorb some of those costs without it being as as big of a uh, a matter for the overall bottom line. They can reinvest and, and, and basically streamline if need be to get that thing to being back to being uh, a lot more profitable than what it is currently. It's still profitable, but it is share prices are dropping and it, it, it almost mimics how uh, the Activision Blizzard deal went without the, the same type of controversy. You don't necessarily have the issues as far as harassment and things like that, as far as in the workplace, but you do have uh, the share price, you know, I wouldn't say plummeting, but taking a significant hit in a short period of time. And, you know, Microsoft is that company now, it seems, uh, considering their their most recent moves, that they're able to, you know, pounce when when need be for a situation like that. And that, like you said, a lot of the other players in that space, it would definitely come under a lot more scrutiny. Although Disney did kind of eke by with their more recent <laughs> uh uh, merger or acquisition and stuff in the past, but that that's one of those things where now politicians are going to definitely you know stick their fingers in the jar type of deal um, for anything moving forward. And and Microsoft is probably the one with the the cleanest slate. And you know they're having secret meetings with uh, some some politicians as well as to oh yeah you should really invest in anything gaming or or, or expand your investment. So. Uh, I, I could see this working to both companies' advantage. Um, as far as the shareholders for Netflix, this will be a, a nice cushion for them. And if they choose to stay with those shares or convert, have those shares convert to MS shares later on, it, I think it will be to their benefit. Um, as far as for Microsoft, it gives them another foot in the door into the entertainment space that they've kind of 
wanted to get into, but I don't think they've ever ha- really had a serious opportunity to prior. Like they 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 tried with the box, but it just didn't yeah. translate well with with the gamers at the time with the TV and uh, the Connect integration. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where Microsoft sometimes they're they're way too early <laughs> in the yeah. direction that you know yeah, the consumer's exactly. heading. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I I could totally see this this happening. I mean, you know, the ABK deal kind of opened our eyes to almost anything is possible level, <laughs> and they do still have a couple hundred. Well, I I, I think it was one hundred and seventy something billion or one hundred and sixty billion even after they clear. Um, ABK that they'll yes. still have in liquid assets. So yes, that's correct. Yeah, they, that money Plus is just losing the, value. Just, just to reiterate on what you said, here's something mm-hmm. interesting: that before they spend that money, the seventy plus billion dollars, they they mm-hmm. made that back last year. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Here's the uh, other thing too about this as well: puts pressure on Sony. Um, boom! How many times have we talked about Crunchyroll? Joining no, plus. Yeah, if this happened, this great point, dude. Guarantees you uh you'll get that. If not, uh, that'd be wild. That'd be a missed opportunity to not incorporate that with the service. And um also licensing, uh, with the way uh, Netflix has been going through. Netflix was has a lot of debt, if I remember correctly. Been going yes. through some debt. So that right there immediately translates into why you don't see every single massive movie. On Netflix, and you yep. kind of get like those bits and pieces throughout mm-hmm. it. Now, if you partner with Microsoft, you have the financial backing to af- to really offer whatever you can offer a Voodoo uh, like experience you see on their storefront, and they might incorporate some changes to where you can absolutely buy and own them, and then probably partner with movies anywhere, and yeah. you have those everywhere you go. So, yeah, possible. Yeah, that would be an awesome step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, it, it, a lot it's- more convenient. Yeah, there's just so many positives out of this. I think about the only negative mm-hmm. would be, you know, some of the most stringent Microsoft shareholders being like, hey, what are you doing? But in all <laughs> honesty, that money that they're sitting on, it, it's losing value. Until it is losing it's, value. Yeah, based on inflation on alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Inflation uh, has hit a 41-year high. And again, this, we're not a business channel, folks. We're, we're a gaming mm-hmm. channel. But just, just because, you know, obviously... I, I I'm a retired guy. I run a, a household on, on my on my retired salary. I got to be aware of this stuff. And I'm telling you for a fact. And I know people. You know, you you, you, you I, I know. I, I put myself in the crosshairs when I talk about my seven dollar cream cheese. But that shit is real, bro. <laughs> I mean, that stuff is real. Gas over here in New York is still five dollars a gallon, and yeah. everything is going up and up and up and up. And it's look. I'm going to bring in the numbers because I'm all about I'm a numbers guy because you can argue a point. You can argue which is your better console, which you can't argue are the facts. And I have numbers and I want to I want to talk about that before I do. I do want to catch up on some of the super chats. The first one of the day comes to us from Highlander 001 of two dollars. Thank you for the generosity, my brother, and appreciate you being here. He says Disney also has controlling interest in Hulu. Yes, that is an absolute fact. Uh, yeah. Raiden Blade drops a two-pound super chat and says, "Imagine Netflix free on Game Pass or no price increase. That's interesting. That's that's a thought. Also, um, another thought too for this Netflix thing. Do you guys think they're buying them just for the sim- simple fact that they're trying to keep it out of the hands of Disney? You think they uh, would sell to keep it out of the hands of Disney? I, I, Disney, I, you know what? As as as, as uh, it, that makes sense, but I think because yeah, Disney's I, trying I think to the ideology make behind them. keeping yeah. it out of the hands. I'm it's not. more so from seeing like a, a NetEase or, or, yeah. or a Tencent yeah. come in and yeah. buy them. Because I, I don't know that Disney would be allowed to buy Netflix just because Disney is already 
like I mean, if I used to work at a movie theater, if you go into a movie theater, mm-hmm. like two thirds of the movies that are being shown there are probably made by Disney. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. it's crazy yeah. how much like, they, how much vested interest they have in the in film. And, and right. if you look, if you if you were to take a whole year, they probably have twenty five percent of the uh, the industry easily. It's crazy, oh, yeah. and, and they already obviously have Disney Plus. They have Hulu. They have ESPN yeah. Plus. They offer that as a package deal. That's how my family has it. Like they're um, just the like, way they're throwing, showing off the money as well with the TV shows as well. Like the quality you get with Disney's TV shows, like their MCU TV shows, is yeah. is that pretty much what you were expected to see in like an MCU flat out uh, production you would see in the in the theater? So it's, yeah, I mean, I would say well, maybe a little less. Um, well, yeah, She Hulk's different. Story. <laughs> yeah. well, honestly, I would say that I love the MCU stuff that they've been doing on Disney Plus, and I, you know, I think that their shows are really good. Hmm. Um, but Phase Four has been a mess for me. You know, it's that thing where yeah. Netflix has—it's got promise, but it just the directions all over there. Yeah, all over the place. like like Netflix has a ton of IP or like a ton of shows that they make. The yeah. problem is that only a handful of them actually take off. And the ones that do take off, yep. they, you know, they stick with and they understand like how to preserve that brand, right? Like Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy, Squid mm-hmm. Games getting a second season, although that was specifically written as a one season thing. So I'm not really sure how that's gonna extend, but we'll see. Yeah. Um it, the fact of the matter is like Netflix doesn't have that same pipeline of like we have Marvel, we have Star Wars, so we can just pump those things into here and continue getting mm-hmm. subscribers off of that. So they have to go out and find those things. They're looking for and, it. They really are. That's why they yeah. are so quick to partner with uh, the guys who make Cobra Kai. They need as much right. eyes as I think as it's actually Sony, weirdly enough. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but, like, they, they go out and they partner with, with different IPs and they make it work. And in, in some cases, it works really well. You know, um, I'm talking about, like... <laughs> Camp Cretaceous was really good. Uh, Witcher, obviously. Arcane, obviously. And then other times they make live-action anime, and it's garbage. Terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? It's awful. So it's, they're just throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. And I think, you know, if they partner with Xbox, even, you know, aside from a, an acquisition or whatever, and they have that IP library to, to work off of, mm-hmm. especially with Xbox going around and, like, now we have Bethesda, now we have Activision Blizzard, right? Like, that could potentially be an answer to the problem that Netflix has. Um, because I feel like my biggest thing with Netflix right now is I feel like when they have a really big show, it's the best thing going. Like, in my opinion, Stranger Things season four is monumentally better than anything Disney Plus has ever put out. But the problem is that that show exists, and then there's 500 other Netflix original shows that don't hold up that same hit. Yeah, they just don't hit it. They're just kind of like thrown. Yeah, they're just thrown together, and there's a bunch of they're, they're trying to hit every category to try to appease everybody. But right, yeah, and like you know, Stranger Things only has one season left, but there's also that thing where it's like, name one popular show that had its final season, and then that IP was just gone. Like it's yeah. it doesn't happen, right? Game of Thrones. Well, they already like they already off, said that they're right? going like to work. They're happening. working on a side project. They're both brothers. Yeah. So that lost. That thank God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Popular, yes. Good. <laughs> Questionable. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, real quick, uh, uh, Jacob Novick drops a very uh, very generous $5 super chat, not once, but twice. The first one, he says, I'd put Call of Duty into Game Pass, make Call of Duty BC, then uh, buy IOI uh, 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 and, and another studio if they want 
and uh, buy Netflix. Also, I want Sega. I, <laughs> yeah, you, I like I said, they put you in charge. They're going to be bankrupt, brother. He's, He's got the whole shopping money. list. Um, he says, uh, some typos in my last Super Chat, but never, nevertheless, Sega is on the top of my list uh, of Japanese developers. I want Xbox to buy uh, Sonic, Yakuza, and more. Yeah, that, that, that I mean, you, 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 if Everborn Saga is listening, he has a tear in his right eye right now. He's just wiping away. <laughs> uh, Raiden Blade <laughs> drops an additional two, two, two $2 Super Chats or two pounds Super Chats. He says, Korean dramas are the, and I don't know if this was a, a typo, but I, I'm assuming that the, he says it's, uh, the Korean dramas are the best shows on the service. 100%. My wife and I agree. We're crazy addicted to them. Uh, he also says, uh, didn't the ex-marketing head of Netflix move to Microsoft? Yes, uh, yes, and yes. That is an uh, yeah. absolute fact. And I don't have his name. Um, the uh, I, I reached out to uh, who actually told me about it, and that's why I want to send you over to uh, the Gaming Circle podcast from this Saturday. Uh, they had Gaz from Game On Daily. Uh, on there, uh, you know, bringing the sauce as always. Him, Everborn, and uh, Keosante were chatting it up. This happened to be one of the topics, and they did talk about the ex marketing head of Netflix moving over to Microsoft. And 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 to give his conspiracy theory, um, who of course I'm talking about is Keosante. He says, "Have you ever noticed that when Microsoft is going to make a big acquisition years later, they send people over?" from their their camp over to wherever they're going to eventually purchase that you know obviously that happened with the big riot games deal no they don't own riot but they riot games all of their stuff is going to be on game pass this fall and they had a bunch of uh, microsoft folks go over to riot and riot brought a bunch of people into uh into microsoft and it just so happens that mike yabara and head uh, head of uh, ex head of gears uh, of the gears franchise uh, ferguson went to of course blizzard and now they're coming back home in potentially 30 <laughs> days so it, it's it's an interesting theory certainly worth putting on the tinfoil hat um but i do want to bring in the numbers that i was telling you about folks um and you know he, here they are if you if you if you were wondering what it costs uh netflix on a monthly basis. Check this out. I, I, again, this is thanks to cloudzero.com. I will add this story, this link into the show notes when it's done. And it's and it, and the name of the article is titled How much does Netflix spend on AWS? And uh, this is the figures, folks. And this these figures uh, are 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 from the last 36 months. Um, Netflix revealed during an investor's call that they will be spending over $1 billion on their streaming services through 2023, through, through next year. And currently, check this out, folks. It costs Netflix $27.78 million per month for AWS services. And it's and the article continues to say it's no wonder Amazon boasts Netflix as its biggest at AWS consumer uh, customer uh, regularly, despite owning a competing service in Amazon Prime. Now think about that for a second. And this is interesting. This is another factoid that we can bring into the conversation. And I will r- round robin it with everyone again. 
right now, currently in the world as we know it, uh, AWS is the number one service. Uh, it's not it's not Azure. Now, uh, Azure is moving up. Microsoft service is moving up. But they're behind. Yeah. They're still behind AWS. They own Netflix. They announced this acquisition for next year. Now, granted, from what I understand and what and, and uh, the way that it was broken down by uh, both Kaysante and Everborn Saga, in order to transition over from AWS to Azure, uh, I believe um, Everborn said it would take a decade. Right now, they're obviously going to still be paying, but they would eventually move all of that over to um, Azure. Once that happens, folks, Microsoft's Azure would be the number one number one uh, uh, service in the world. I mean, they have these massive government contracts, right? A lot of people, even Sony's using Azure. So this deal, I, I know that we'll, we're all going to talk about it for the next couple of, you know, 30 minutes or so, and we're, we're, we're small-minding the conversation, but this is a deal that goes at 25 years into the future. This is, this is, and again, we're just podcasters, so we're, we're, we're kind of minimizing what this actually means in this yeah. little vacuum that we're having in the conversation today. But the reality is, is that Microsoft is looking 25 years into the future. And this Netflix deal, like I said, if you, we're, we're only pondering this, not because Microsoft has the money. We're only pondering this because this started with Bethesda. No one in their right mind in gaming would have thought that Microsoft was going to invest near $8 billion. And we were like, wow, my God, I can't believe what's happening. And then in February of this year, they blew our minds with ABK. And based on the information that we're going to be talking about tomorrow, which I don't want to get too much into, I don't want to give it away because I definitely want you to come back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the regular scheduled Xbox Factor podcast. That deal could be done in 30 days, ladies and gentlemen. In 30 days, mm -hmm. it could be done here mm -hmm. by the FTC. Now, traditionally, most uh, every time a big deal or, or a merge like this is done, people, other entities outside of the U.S., you know, uh, the EU, Europe, uh, the U.K., they move with the FTC. So if the FTC is giving it the thumbs up, more than likely everyone is going to transition. And interestingly enough, that ABK, uh, the uh, Bethesda deal went from, okay, we are approving the deal. 24 hours later, it was approved by the EU and the UK a day later. So I would expect something very similar. Um, Let's uh let's let's bring everybody back in here. Let me just sh shut my notes here and bring everyone in. Uh, and I'm gonna start first with uh, Daniel on this. Daniel, based on the numbers, based on the amount of monies that Netflix is spending, Microsoft is looking at this. The Netflix is looking at this, and and, and it's a win-win for everybody. If they sell for a hundred billion dollars, which is what the what what the the expected sale price acquisition price would be. Um, based on today's numbers, now that could change. You can go higher, it can go lower. Um, what, 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 are you, what are your thoughts on this, Daniel? I mean, uh, get, getting away from AWS for Netflix is a win. Having Microsoft become number one in the world for their services 
is a win for Microsoft. This is this is a deal that looks like it's almost a slam dunk, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, so uh, this is a win for for everybody, right? If Microsoft acquired Netflix, then they move up Azure into being the number one service or, or web service basically overnight if they can transfer that over because all those users are coming with them, right? So that's monumental. And then obviously in terms of just being able to make games based on Netflix IP and being able to make shows based on Microsoft IP, like that's a really great symbiotic relationship that probably Netflix would benefit more from than Xbox, but it would still be great both ways. You know what I mean? It's, it's a really exciting proposition. It's definitely not one that I would have chosen. You know, I'm very much in the, in the camp of like, I think, (laughs) I think WB would be a more exciting one. But, I agree. I agree. But that, but that, but that discovery that they're, they're, they're very stingy on yeah. releasing those IP. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, this deal is strictly about expanding the outside of the realm versus exactly. focusing on gaming. It's very similar to what you're seeing with the Sony new beyond the box strategy, where the ecosystem will be obviously Xbox and then you'll branch off into TVs, movies, um, uh, mobile and, phones and whatnot, whatever you need to so, say. Yeah. Right, absolutely. And it's, you know, Netflix, because obviously if you bought WB, you would get HBO Max, and HBO Max, I think, is more, probably more more prestigious than Netflix, but there's no arguing, obviously, that Netflix is significantly larger. So if you're planning on using Netflix as a way of having your IP take off more, like making a Game of Thrones show so that more people, or, sorry, a, a Gears of War show so that more people know about that, uh, or a perfect dark thing, so the more people know about that. Like, obviously, Netflix is the cha- is the answer for that. Uh, I just, you know, just for me personally, because of my own uh, selfish biases, I'm like, I would really like to get. <laughs> I would really like if they had Batman and they could make like a super dude. Movie. So would I. Like, I'm not going like, to argue with you one bit. I think I, I think that would be awesome because that would that would immediately eliminate one of their biggest holes. Like I said, I'm a superhero stan. I'm more of an MCU guy, but I love Batman because Batman's a, he's a human being. He's just smart, rich, and he has a lot of cool toys. Right. Um, but I think that uh, you're you're right, Daniel, and you make a lot of sense. The the WB thing is sexy. Right. It's a sexy purchase. You're like, wow, that's amazing. They own, you know, the Justice League and 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 the world's a better place. Uh, <laughs> Harry Potter, they own. Oh, my God. They own Lord right. of the Although Rings. I don't know if that one. Uh, unless that went to Amazon. That has got like a sure. weird rule with uh, with J.K. Rowling where it was like if WB gets bought, then that goes back to her or something. I remember somebody saying, something I, you like know, that. that's the same thing with Spider-Man. If Sony yeah. were to be acquired by, let's say, Apple bought Sony tomorrow. Right. Uh, the the rights for Spider Man would revert back to Disney, so I believe right. you you are correct in saying so that if that if Harry Potter, uh, I mean if WB does get purchased, uh, the rights uh, would revert somehow back to her. Right. The other aspect of it though is like, I feel like with W with if you were to buy WBD, first of all, it's cheaper. I'm not really sure why because it seems like you're getting an awful lot more, at least from a gaming perspective. Mm-hmm. Or from my own perspective uh but I, I looked up their their net worth and it's only like between they said it was between 65 and 70 billion dollars or something like that uh, i looked this up like a week ago so I'm, those numbers might be slightly off um but it's like if they can convince wbd to just sell the whole thing <laughs> to, oh, to Xbox, yeah 
and even you know even if under that circumstance because obviously the thing that everyone always wants to bring up whenever i talk about this ridiculous them buying wb theory is like xbox doesn't know how to make a tv show or a movie or anything it's like no that's why they're buying somebody else to do like phil spencer's <laughs> yeah. not running down to the studio and being like Mm. I love it. That's get, great. Get hey, Phil, we need your we need you. your your know how. Run down to the studio <laughs> and give us not, some tips. They're buying people who have already done this, right? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, you it's like argue. Sony with multiplayer games. They bought Bungie for multiplayer expertise. Exactly. Yes. Right. And, and and a there whole mess go. of uh, again. That's 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 a big win for Sony because mm-hmm. they are going to bring their know how. And uh, yeah, that's a great 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 one to one bit. Yeah, but then the, you know, for me, this Netflix deal comes down to a very similar thing that the Activision Blizzard one did, where it's like, there are other deals that I think would be more exciting, but this one's on the table potentially right now, and it probably won't be for long, so you should probably jump on it while it is, you know what I mean? And then we can figure out what else is there down the road. What I will say is, I know you were saying that like this should be what they announce in January or whatever, like almost as soon as the Activision Blizzard deal goes through. I would selfishly again i would push that back slightly because i i remember whenever the activision blizzard deal came through they were like we had all these other acquisitions in the works that we were working on I, yes and and we would love it and like we have to put those on the back burner because now we're buying like the biggest publisher and video games uh so i would like to see those ones so come through up the and small then stuff they first. Get locked Maybe, up yeah. in netflix but but yeah i think netflix would be ridiculously huge yeah, I mean, and I think you're onto something. And we did hear that from multiple sources. Now, how how true they are? Like, like uh, we we did hear that IO was on the on the on the table. Uh, we did hear, and this is a fact, folks, because we've we've had people talk about this publicly. Crystal Dynamics was uh, 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 potentially going to be bought by Microsoft, and if they would not have been uh, locked up, so to speak, with the ABK deal, three hundred million, and again. W- I'm not a millionaire, folks. I do a podcast, so I'm I'm only sp- speaking facetiously. But um, 300 million for Microsoft to get to acquire what? Um, who the hell acquired them? What the hell's the name of them? Um, that Embracer. Yeah, Embracer Group. What what Embracer Group wind up getting was not only two Dynamite uh, developers, but they got over 50 IP, including. P.S. By the way, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. which is something that Microsoft. I mean, Phil Spencer talked about it. Why did we do that? Why did we do the exclu- the year exclusive for Laura Croft uh, um, second game in the trilogy? And he said it specifically and and very uh, very clearly. We don't have our own Nathan Drake. We don't have an Uncharted. That's yep. a fact. And that was I mean that was laid out for them, and they couldn't do anything. And They're I trying to find an Indiana Jones, which I mean, don't get me wrong, that could work, but Laura Croft seemed more Dude, logical. You know, it's yeah. more, more logical for for everything. She, she, uh, the, the Laura Croft character has transcended generation after generation. I love Indiana Jones, and I think what Machine Games is going to bring is going to be great. I can't wait to play it, but it's still Indiana Jones, uh, it, yeah. and, and as great as Indy is, he's more important to me because I'm an old man. For a lot of these younger cats, they're like, who the they're hell not, is this Indiana yeah. Jones? Not but yet, everyone knows too. who Laura Croft is. Yeah, it's the tone, too. Yeah, uh, dude, 100%. Yeah. That's um, listen, Josh, I want to bring you into the conversation. The numbers situation just screams this is a done deal. Am I wrong for suggesting that? 
I mean, I really like what you guys are talking about with the uh, with AWS and Azure. I mean, it it from what I'm looking at, I, I just pulled up some stats here. It looks like looks like they're about like a 32 percent market share AWS. Yeah, and Azure sitting at 20. That would be a significant boost. Yeah, with 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 Netflix for sure, and uh, you know, and you can see there's definitely a there's definitely a fight for uh, um, for for the 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 cloud you know the cloud market, and so it 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 again. I mean, just going back to everything we've talked about, like it would just be a huge a huge play to have have this company under the 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 Microsoft umbrella and and technically the 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 Xbox umbrella I think is really the way we could look at this it would it would really put them a step above every every every, every other company at this point when it comes to your uh, which which plastic box are you going to buy and which which service are you going to pay for because y- we all know that Sony's new you know whatever it's called game pass clone is is they're 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 leaning into their brand they're charging a little bit more well if if this deal happens and netflix is now included with your hundreds of games for close to the same price as what if what sony is uh putting out with their with just their games that are also not day one it that's 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 big place it's very big place yeah 100 percent. i i i again it's we're talking small, looking through the peephole kind of a, a, a of a scenario in this conversation that we're having today. Microsoft's in the boardroom with Satya Nadala is looking twenty five years into the future. That's what that that that's where this conversation comes in. And what one of the things that you have to tip your cap to Sony outside of making absolutely astounding triple A story driven adult-themed experiences for the PlayStation 4 and now the PlayStation 5 is they have expanded their reach into selling this brand to you as a consumer through what? TV and film. There's a Gran Turismo show coming. There's a Twisted Metal show coming. There's a Last of Us show coming on HBO. They have a, 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 um, a Horizon show, I believe. That is God Amazon, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, there's a, what, why can't I, I hate when I don't have my notes in front of me. Uh, the uh, one with the samurai bit. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, my God. How did I forget that? I, I actually platinum that game because uh, it's just a masterpiece. That's getting a show, too. And, yeah. and think about it. They're going. They are expanding, and they're doing what. Sony doesn't have to sell you Spider Man. We just we just watched yeah. them, right? Right, yeah. and we just and we got one coming the MCU out. This does holiday. that for them. All they got to yeah. do is just ride the wave, and that's the so. And, and, and you know, so they're they are expanding their reach to bring in the fans, and there's no bigger casual audience that they can grab to bring them into PlayStation. Then bring them in through TV and film, and they have partnered with Netflix. They've partnered with uh, Amazon. They've partnered. They have Sony Pictures. They have all these different shows coming. This is an opportunity for Microsoft to sell lesser-known IP outside of the Xbox faithful that we know. And, you know, you, 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 if you if you were to uh, someone that doesn't buy games, like hey, have you, you have heard Gears of War? What? Mm-hmm. Who? 
they might know Master Chief, right? But I, I, it's it's unlikely they're gonna know who Psycho, uh, the the character from Psychonauts is, or Gears of War, or if they're gonna know if if they're gonna know, um, uh, you know, from Hellblade. But if you had a way to inject those IP into TV and film, which streaming is the future of entertainment, now you're on to something. Uh, uh, What are your thoughts on that on uh, a bit when you look at what Sony is doing and Microsoft finds themselves? And again, folks, this is just an opinion. This is I this was all raised thanks to an analyst. She could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't think so. Bit, what are your thoughts on Microsoft just following suit to bring their IP to the mainstream, doing what Sony is doing? And Sony can do that because they are, are currently in. The reason why their games look the way that they do is because they 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 build it from a uh, from a uh, from a, a film perspective. Yep. And they could, and they're going to deliver that in their film. We're going to be seeing that later this year with The Last of Us. Yep. Um, so yeah, like you just like you just said, um, the thing about this too, you got to look at the marketing side of this by itself. Um, now, what? Why is obviously Spider Man guaranteed to sell twenty million? The next one. Well, you got the MCU. The MCU has really. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. No Way Home is the best Spider Man film we've had. Period. In history. That's it. That's the best Spider-Man from all time. <laughs> so when you have a film that is that universally acclaimed and you have a game, which was 2018, which was so well acclaimed, the eyes are even bigger going into the sequel. This is why, you know, everybody says, you know, Spider-Man 2 is guaranteed to sell you a what, boom? Dude, that is going 5. to be so big. It's And yeah. here's the thing that I have a strong suspicion, again, folks, opinions, mm-hmm. that that's going to be multiplayer. That is going to be yeah. two people, I one Spider-Man, one Miles, and it you're going you're, you're going ham on the city. I'm telling you. Unless I'd be they're doing like, it wasn't, honestly. Yeah, unless they're doing like a Resident Evil remake type sort of thing, where it's like a point maybe a, where point you switch B. off. Yeah, yeah, maybe or it just naturally does that throughout the story, like they did with MJ. Maybe, but I do think uh, there is a lot of potential there and a multiplayer element where you can play, have two players play as one. One is Miles, the other player is Peter, and you all just go through the story, have a co-op sort of uh, element towards it. Uh, absolutely. I can definitely see that. And, um, again, that TV, the, that movie by itself guaranteed, you know, just sold that game out the woodwork. Another game that we know is coming, we haven't seen gameplay for it yet or, or not like that, but we know it's coming, is Wolverine. Dude, Wolverine in the MCU going into phase four has yep. already got you looking at Wolverine with bigger eyes. So, yeah, look at this. Microsoft's looking like, okay, how do we get Gears of War in that type of light? Yeah, how do we get Halo further into that type of light? And the thing is, you got to like, you know, this is what these TV shows would definitely help, but you also got to look at the um, production as well and how you write these. You know, what I mean, you can't just put a show together and like, oh, yeah, what well, is going to guarantee you do it? No, you have to properly do this you have to have competent writing with this type of thing and i do see them putting more of a stronger um stance on it so yeah, yeah that's no that's absolutely I'm i mean all great points from everyone so far fuzzy you know big cloud just made 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 mention of something that popped into my head and i thought was fantastic talking about one hand washing the other right mm-hmm. netflix wants to them. get netflix wants to get into games they're terrible yeah. at it they know <laughs> oh yeah microsoft knows how to make games and how to put them on a service and sell them, sell you the service, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, Microsoft don't know shit from Shimo when it comes to making film. Oh, but Netflix knows <laughs> how yeah. to make film and TV and there how to go. take an unknown IP and make it a phenomenon, right? Yeah. They're not afraid to show you some blood and guts on the screen. Just look at what happened with uh, with Eddie. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm let me not. I don't want to do any spoilers. <laughs> I don't want to spoil you know what, anything. Jim, yeah. Eddie's my favorite character because he's a hair so metal good. dude, just like so I good. was when I was a kid, and that guy was awesome. Um, but look what they did with Stranger Things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Look what they did with Squid Games. Even though they didn't, they didn't, you know, make it. It was produced somewhere else, but. They know how to sell you an IP that you don't know about and make it popular. This is a deal. If it happens, if it comes to fruition, it's a winner, winner, chicken dinner for everybody involved. Both technically and culturally. What are your thoughts on the numbers on what they're spending for AWS and how that could be something that they could reinvest that money uh, uh, in film for Microsoft uh, rather than pay AWS when the, if Microsoft owns them, well, they don't have to pay themselves. They have to pay people to run it, sure, but right. that cost is not the same. Oh, yeah. It's it, it's definitely a way that they can insulate some of that that expense, but it, it, it would be it, it's one of those things where they would definitely be able to take advantage of that influx of cash. Like, with a business, you can always raise or lower your own prices and stuff like that as far as from a tax standpoint to kind of, you know, hide some money from the government. But Microsoft is they don't they don't really need to do that. That The, the big thing, like you said, would be reinvestment into uh, more producers, more more uh, shows, more um, actors, actresses and things along those lines as far as being able to get the talent in the right place for, you know, new shows and they can they would have a lot more leeway and i I don't want to say it's almost like the game pass effect to some extent but they i think would have a lot more leeway to to get creative or or to experiment with some of the shows because like there are some shows that don't really get talked about on on netflix that i i tend to like but it's it's one of those things that you would have never expected a couple of years ago for it to even be on something like netflix like umbrella academy or I think it's which uh, is great, by the way. I mean, just fantastic. Yeah, and and then you got was it Love Robots and Death or Love Death and Robots? I mean, that some of those episodes could actually be turned into games or would make interesting ideas for games. So, you look at the scope, uh, Fuzzy. When you got the backing of Microsoft, they can really push them further. Like Stranger Things could be much more broader and more gorier than you ever seen. And, and and that's the thing. It's like that's where one hand washing the other. Yeah, it it definitely makes sense. Like this is a, a, an opportunity on both sides, and it gives like Microsoft a foot in the door for what they've tried to get into before. Yep. It's just that this time they'll have the vessel as far as the streaming service. I mean, they have the hardware, but they'll, they'll have the actual brand recognition that will be able to get them there. Like. Looking back at Mixer, Mixer was a great idea. I forget what it was called before. I think it was Beam or something like that. Yes, it was Beam. Yep, correct. (laughs) But it just, I I guess it was one of those things they either didn't have the time or didn't want to put the resources into it because it just didn't seem like they were getting the return on investment. Even if Netflix kind of stays status quo, the investment, I think, in in the grand scheme of things, especially with them using their own hardware, would would definitely give them enough return on their investment within a shorter period of time 
as far as going into that. But yeah, Netflix would definitely benefit from the financial backing. Like having a big wall of Microsoft behind you makes things a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier to, to get, you know, certain, you know, movie stars and whatnot to, to want to be on a project and things. Well, they know that there's going to be guaranteed pay coming out um, for, you know, whatever roles they, they uh, are, are requesting them for. And then as far as for directors and producers and things like that, they would be able to uh, scout a lot more talent that they could, you know, recruit for future shows and things along those lines. More producers would be coming to them in the hopes of being able to have that opportunity. And, and more than likely, they will, you know, f- stumble across a few gold <laughs> mines in the meantime. But yeah, the, the grand scheme of things, it, it's definitely, I wouldn't say it's an equally mutual type of you know, benefit, but both sides will benefit greatly uh, in, in that type of deal. And man, I, I, Fingers crossed. I would love to see it for the fact that, you know, I can now combine my my Game Pass Ultimate with my Netflix account and maybe save a few bucks there, here or there or something along those lines. But, yeah, it's definitely something that that, you know, benefits everybody involved, I think, in the grand scheme of things. Well, I mean, listen, all you have to do is, again, just look at the numbers, folks. The, yeah. The, num- the numbers are there. I, I know Michelle Alexandria, who we, who appreciates her being here, she doesn't think that this is going to happen and that 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 the uh, that the potentially they would be under the eye or the scope of the government. And I, I would say that you, you have a point, but the reality is, is that everyone that I mentioned early on, Disney, Apple, Sony, Google, Amazon, they all have their own film and TV streaming services. They're off the table. Who mm-hmm. doesn't have that? Microsoft doesn't have that. They're not in that business. They would be put, d- dipping their toe into a business that even if you are a regulator, the only question that I can see is how they would go from number two to potentially number one in regards to uh, web, uh, web-based cloud servicing. Uh, and and at that point, there is your only point of, well, they're going to go from two to one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they, if they were going from 63rd to first. Maybe that would be more eyes to be or eyebrows to be raised. I still think that when you look at the big picture here and you want and you're and you're looking to see because, again, I don't know for sure that uh, that that uh, the, the folks that own Netflix want out of the business. This is what the analysts said. The analysts, they're, they're, they're wrong all the time. But it's interesting that they Microsoft announces this partnership. She brings up in that in, in that report in that uh, in, in in that uh, interview that it's very it's very sus that all of a sudden Netflix gets into bed with Microsoft, who has no uh, history or experience in dealing in third party marketing. It's it's a little strange for sure. So. Does that does that you know you know stir the pot a bit? For me, it does. Um, but listen, folks, this has been a great almost ninety minute show. I got to catch up with some super chats. We'll get everyone out of here by doing outros. Uh, uh, we have RWK underscore eighty eight drops an outstanding two dollars super chat and says this, and I didn't know this. Netflix earnings are tomorrow. Also, I didn't know. I, you know what? I'm not sure if their earning call is tomorrow or not, but if it is, it's very, again, it's all very sus. Uh, Scott gamer dude drops a very generous $5 super chat and says the movies and TV app on Xbox can become the Netflix TV movie storefront. I still buy from that app. Yeah. So do I, So, uh, so do I as well. And that's, that's again, integration, how it can easily be brought into your everyone's box. And again, 
You just have trading. a game option as well. Yes. You're playing, you're watching a show, and you'll see something pop up on your screen. You want to play The Witcher? Press this button. Boop, you're playing, and there's that, you're mm-hmm. playing The Witcher. Or you want to watch The Witcher series, going from playing to watching? This is something that could potentially, I, I mean, I'm not a technician. I don't it know. It could be very seamless. Like, you'll get the pop-up, like, hey, we just added, I don't know, let's say Gear 6. You want to play yeah. Gear 6, and you just say Gear 6, and then you're on gear six after there it. you go yeah yeah absolutely and, and and that makes a whole mess of sense jd gamer generous friend of the program he drops an outstanding 20 dollar super chat and says uh known that micro when microsoft buys netflix it doesn't end there expect them to uh to almost immediately acquire spotify transforming microsoft into one of the biggest entertainment juggernauts in the industry so movies music and games all together and who said that in the beginning uh, that was that again. That that's Spotify could potentially be next. That would be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, that was you. That was you, um, Fuzzy, right? No, Think no, that. That. I think that was Josh. It was me. Oh, okay, it was, it Josh. was Josh. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Uh, and uh, hey, fo- uh, he also drops a two dollars super chat. Says, "Hey, folks, great show. Uh, hit that like button. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate uh, that. Listen, look again. This is just a conversation. A big what if conversation. Is it going to happen?" We don't know. All I can tell you is that, oh, uh, uh, JD Gamer drops an additional $10 super chat and says, people said Netflix shows had unlimited budgets. Imagine Microsoft as the owner of Netflix. Their shows would definitely have something like an unlimited budget, and Microsoft would have another 158 million subscribers. Yeah, and that's what actually I was going to close with. Uh, currently... Netflix has over 200,000 subscribers, even the uh, uh, 200,000, 200 million, million. <laughs> right? 200 million subscribers. They did lose 200,000 in their last quarterly financial. And for others, you lose 200,000 and you think it's going out of business for them. They were like, well, it sucks, but we lost 200,000. Yeah, well, it's going to have- go up in September. It'll be oh, just, <laughs> there, there's no doubt about it. But see, again, one hand helping the other, you know what I'm saying? They're saying one hand, you know, uh, you know, washes the, the hands and both hands wash the face. You ever heard that expression? Yep. Well, this would be one of those instances where uh, each service, meaning Xbox Game Pass and Netflix would have an, an injection of massive, potentially untapped, because there are a lot of gamers like us here. We have over 400 people here, so thank you. Uh, and uh, if you are new, folks, we are under 200 from 11K, so please consider subscribing. We hit 10K on the Iron Lords podcast early in January this year. Been struggling with the numbers a bit, but if you are finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. Um, where the goal for this year is to hit 12K, that would be a monster achievement. Again, it's just me and my wife that run the channel for live shows. It's a lot of work, but we love it. And uh, we're trying to hit 12K and we're almost at 11K. That would be really dope if we can get there. And again, I saw a lot of new names here. Consider subscribing. Uh, but once again, thank you, JD Gamer, for the generosity. Let's get to the outro. So we're going to start first with Josh because he's not feeling good, but he's still here. He's still breathing. Thank God, ladies and gentlemen. Now he's going to go do a TikTok video or three. <laughs> Josh, please sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can watch you in your 100-man Mario Kart uh, adventures, where they can check you up on TikTok, where they can find your Halo podcast which there's been stuff, some 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 stuff to talk about recently about Halo. A little bit. Uh, a little uh, bit. Where where can they check all that out? And more importantly, where could people reach out to you on social media to strike up a conversation? Uh, I'm N64 Josh everywhere. 
Um, I host I host the Nintendo Powercast, the Halo Infinite podcast, the Xbox Now podcast, um, uh, as well as many others, honestly. Uh, tomorrow's actually a pretty cool day on TikTok. I'm being spotlighted on TikTok at Oh, nice, PM. dude. Congrats. Yeah, 3 p.m. Pacific. We're gonna be doing uh, we're gonna be doing Fall Guys. So, oh, that dude. I am I am what am I up to? My 17th, 16th crown, ooh. I think, right now. Oh, yeah, I, I'm loving. I actually played yesterday on every platform just for the shits and giggles of it. And I hit I level it. 100. I, I've already maxed out my game, my, my, my season pass. I am dressed as Mecha Godzilla, which is <laughs> dope. Oh, I love it. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I uh, um, I don't have a single crown. Uh, I usually have everybody grabbing onto me the moment the game starts. And I just I basically stand still while they all hang on. And uh, that's how that's how my games go. But it's all good. Like we're we're having fun. We're smiling. We're uh, we're laughing. And uh, again, getting spotlighted at 3 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. So if you uh, if you got nothing going on, you want to come play some Fall Guys with me, I'd love to have you. Yeah, send me the link so I can help you promote that, brother. That's that's pretty dope. Congratulations on that. And uh, listen, man, I hope that you feel better super quick. And uh, again, I don't know if you're going to be there tomorrow because we're going to, again, second half tomorrow, folks. Uh, it looks like the ABK deal is going to be done in 30 days. What does that mean for Xbox this fall? Well, it could mean a significant amount if that deal is done. Uh, but uh, uh, Big Cloud, by all means, brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone they can check out your incredible YouTube channel. More importantly, find and take a look at that interview with David Jaffe from this Friday. And where can people check out some of your writings works on lordsofgaming.net? Yeah, man. Uh, long overdue has been far too long, but it's been super busy outside. Um, when I do upload, it's BitCloud Gaming, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, as you find me there. And um, on the side, I'm also a writer, so I write for lordsofgaming.net. Uh, recently, we just interviewed David Jaffe, one of the creators of God of War. Very, very awesome interview. You guys can find that there, lordsofgaming.net. And you can also find it on the RGD podcast. That's where he was on my channel, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Friday. Great. Definitely a great conversation. We always uh, get into a lot over there, a lot of great topics, and we have fun in the day. I get yes. boom on there one of these uh weeks but you know it's gotta yes we, we, we definitely got this week's a bad week poor mrs boom is gonna get stuck working Oof. oh man i hope not every uh, late overtime every day because she works in a senior center she's the assistant yeah. director there and because it's it's gonna be hot as here in new york they're gonna yeah, open yeah, it up for cooling yeah, center so she's gonna get stuck and uh yeah. that sucks i feel bad for her because it's gonna be hot as hell and uh she's got to be there but uh, yeah, dude, we'll definitely put our, uh, you know, thinking caps on. I, I definitely got to get on to your show in the coming weeks for sure. Shout out to Scott Gamer, dude. He was talking about, and I'm hearing a lot of people talking about this. He says that the power washing game on <laughs> Xbox Game Pass is therapeutic. I keep hearing that. That's like crazy. I think it was, um, who was it? It was uh, Mav that said he spent <laughs> three Mav, uh, a fun speculation said he spent three hours cleaning up playground. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking awesome that's man. math all right that's you can math. lose three hours of your life cleaning a playground virtually <laughs> that is pretty freaking cool is, uh oh, daniel man. mcgee sell your brand brother tell everyone if they want to find out if they want long takes and this is what's interesting about daniel he does videos he does 10 minute videos 15 minute videos but those aren't the ones that you should be listening to well you should but it's his <laughs> ones that he spends 45 minutes to an hour 
because the minutia of the way he breaks things down is incredibly important. It's it's very well thought out, very well done. Definitely get over and subscribe to his YouTube channel. And Daniel, where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? Yeah, so you can find me on social media at Daniel J. McGee on Twitter. Um, it's really the only social media I use. I exist on the other ones, but if you message me there, I probably won't see it. Um, and yeah, you can find me on YouTube at Daniel McGee, exactly how it says in the box. It's Daniel MCG. Uh, just put out a video yesterday. It's a, a 30 minute video about just kind of dream pitching some licensed games for, for Xbox studios, Love it. like, a, like a superhero game for coalition stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's one that I'm pretty happy with. So maybe you'll be happy with it too. Maybe come by, hit me with a subscription. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. If the coalition isn't making the next Punisher game, we riot. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, because that waiting. would be kind of dope. <laughs> uh, and last and no way least, racing entrepreneur himself, uh, Fuzzy <laughs> Belvedere. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, brother. We will see you back in the saddle this Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time mm -hmm. on the new episode, of course, of Breakfast with Boom. I don't have a show right now. Now, I have to I have to get the information and write that. But please sell sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media. But more importantly, get hot takes and hot tips on how to race properly and not drive like Boomstick just did moments ago. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you for having me on here today. And thanks for uh, everyone out in the chat that's been uh, calm, cool and collected. And, you know, even though we don't all agree as far as the, the potential uh, acquisition, it's it's awesome to kind of, you know, think or, or predict or, or or at least look at it as if, you know, it could be or what, what could be in the future. But it was awesome being on here with the panel. It's always awesome being on with uh, BitCloud, with Josh, with Daniel and with you, Boom. Um, but for any anybody that wants to get my, I guess, random thoughts on anything gaming related, uh, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere or check out my YouTube at fuzzy underscore Belvedere on YouTube. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, brother. And definitely appreciate everyone being here. We had over and we had almost 500 people here, which is awesome on a, on a kind of like a, you know, an offshoot kind of a show. Uh, acquisitions, obviously, everyone gets excited about this one. It seems like it is going to be talked about by other podcasts uh, because obviously it's it's a conversation to be had. And again, if you want you know, the skinny and the breakdown of what was reported uh, and what was said by the FTC and Microsoft specifically, uh, we're going to be breaking that down. Uh, we're also going to be talking about how Platinum Games apparently has pitched a new IP to Microsoft and they want to partner with them to produce the next Platinum Games title. Well, is that scale, scale bound? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And also tomorrow we're going to be talking about just how big is the new DLC expansion for Forza Horizon 5? Well, it is twice the size of the original um, DLC that came for uh, Forza Horizon 3. Uh, and you'll we'll break down exactly what the number is and what to expect. And that's actually releasing this week. I cannot wait to record some footage. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. That has been our show. Uh, again, if you're new, please consider subscribing. Uh, please hit your hit the like button on the way out. I want to thank everyone with uh, you know who has donated through Super Chat and channel membership. And uh, this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mrs. Boomstick and I will be giving away four hundred dollars 
worth of digital giveaways. Eight $50 gift cards, four up front when the show starts, four on the back end before it ends. And all you got to do to win is be in the chat. And we let the picker do the picking. And uh, folks, like I've said before, if you are an international viewer, don't sweat it. We will get you your prize uh, one way or another through PayPal, through a cash app one way or another. And we will pay the transfer fees. We will pay the denomination the fees for your country's form of, of cash to ours. So you don't pay anything. And speaking of not paying anything, there are still people reaching out to me. Some mother de uh, decided to uh, copy Double Barrel Gaming uh, by making it one word and uh, made a channel. And YouTube is doing nothing. They even used my picture. Yeah. Um, which is incredible. Uh, they've had over 200 complaints, no. and still YouTube is allowing them to keep doing their business. Uh, you will never be asked by me or Mrs. Boom to give anything. So don't be fooled by any of the imitations. If you win, we pay for everything, shipping, taxes, and otherwise. Uh, this mother is, is out there asking people for $150 for them to ship you your Ghost Series X, which we know is false. Do not fall for it. And again, YouTube has not done anything about it, but I am not the only channel that's having the dealer. It's having a few others. And a lot of the big YouTubers, like I'm talking about a million sub count YouTubers are having this happen. This is something that's rampant on, on YouTube. It's disgusting. Yep. And uh, like I said, if you're going to win, we're going to make sure that you get your prize and we pay for everything. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for supporting Double Barrel Gaming in our quest for 12K in 2022. Uh, I'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught when we were kids. And it stayed with me my entire life, specifically as I served as a New York City police officer for 21 years. He said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day so take care everyone we'll see you next week we'll actually we'll see you next tomorrow on the newest episode of the xbox factor podcast